Welcome to University College's podcast, I Do Declare, the podcast that offers unique academic and experiential insights from the people who put the major in exploration. Welcome back to I Do Declare. This is a very special episode, a gentleman I've known for quite some time, and I'm going to say a couple years, Sean Lanata. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. So cool. So uh, Sean is like everybody knows he's the guy, right? He was pre-major. He was in university college. He's now a business administration major with a concentration in management and the SGA president. Correct. Bang. I mean, like, <laughs> dude, your resume is insane. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. just coming into MSU, it was a journey. Mm-hmm. And to to see how it's all coming down right now is, is very uh, surreal. The fact that, what is it, like seven, six weeks left? Six, it's, seven weeks left in a semester? You're absolutely right. It's insane. Flying by. Almost there. So let's get into it. So what were some of the factors Sean, involved in your decision to begin college as a pre-major? So, funny story, I applied <laughs> to five schools, and each school I applied to, I applied with a, like going in with a different program or different major. Interesting. Yes. The, I think the only commonality was maybe business, like probably two schools I went for business, but different concentrations in business. Okay. Like one would be uh, finance, and the other one was sports management. Mm-hmm. Like, and then another school was education. Another You've school, thrown it out there, yeah. Yeah. So I had a teacher tell me, Sean, you know, you, you got a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. Why not just go in undeclared? And I was like, I could do that? Nice. <laughs> okay. So it was adv- advice that you received? Yes. And I thought it wasn't, like, I thought there was a stigma behind going in yeah. undeclared. But it was the best decision I ever made. So tell us about that, the stigma side of things. Because I get that, but I just, you know. So... I was just like, everybody like around me seems to have an idea of what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm still trying to find my purpose. So I'm just like, uh, I don't know. It just didn't feel right to go in without a major. Right. It feels like you're sort of uh, driving without the seatbelt. Literally. Yeah. Okay. So looking at that, if you kind of want to separate it, like intellectually, what, it was, what was it like to come in as a pre-major? And then emotionally. What was it like? Those two sides of the the coin. So I was able to do something that I feel like not many first-year students have anymore, Mm -hmm. or at least from my understanding, is just literally plan it out. I think a lot of college students now come to college and just say, hey, whatever happens, happens. (laughs) But it's so important to set goals and have that understanding of, okay, what am I really going to do when it's all said and done? Mm Mm-hmm. When my college career is over, when I have this bachelor's degree, like what's the next steps? And I, I think I started that as early as the end of my first semester here, mm-hmm. setting those goals and, and having the right formatted plan mm-hmm. going into not just the spring of that year, but the next three years to follow. Right. So intellectually, you had a plan. You're like, look, I need to bang this out. Yes. I'm going to take advantage of the resources. But then what about the emotional side? Were there any thoughts or feelings you sort of like... Hey, I'm going in pre-major, undeclared. Does, yeah, so mm-hmm. I was at first a little bit at ease, but at the same time, not at ease. I was just like, okay, at least I know that I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, but obviously the goal was I have to leave my first year knowing what I'm going to major in, or at least have an idea. Right. 
So by the end of my first year, I, that was a goal I set in which I achieved, which was by April, I declared. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, by April of my freshman year, I declared into uh, the Feliciano School of Business. Super. And what made you choose its management, correct, the concentration? Yes. So how did you get to that point? Because there's so many options. So many options, yes. You're not wrong. I know that my purpose here on this earth is to help others. I knew that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, God spoke to me on that one. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say that management was the best route I could have took given the curriculum mm -hmm. and the various types of classes that I have to take under that core. Yes, there's other options that can deal with helping others, but management, just general management, you could go into so much. Oh, yeah. You could go into so much with that. Wide open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I would assume some folks choose that as a concentration given that fluidity. Yeah. You can get into a lot of different stuff. And let's not forget, even though we do have an entrepreneurship track, mm -hmm. management does give you that kind of entrepreneur feel to it if yeah. you were to take that route. Super. Very cool. Hey, have you have you looked at any internships? Have you have you had time? I, I, just, I've, <laughs> I can't imagine your calendar, dude. <laughs> well, this year, no. But last year, I actually have. I was a part of an internship uh, spring 2021. 20, mm -hmm. AIC Mindset is, is a fresh a fresh company that's started, I believe, in the pandemic. The company actually began. Oh, wow. Shout out to Amir Ismail. Uh, he, mm -hmm. He's the one that that spearheads that and basically it's about career similar to what you know you have going on with career services mm -hmm. and and helping students with their resumes and 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 cover letters and having mock interviews and it was a company that catered to that kind of service okay yeah. how'd you get wind of it ironically it was an event that i was co-sponsoring because i used to be a part of an organization on campus called the brotherhood loud and Dow. oh I yeah the, i was the president last year and we were co-sponsoring with a Greek organization that brought Amir in to speak. And uh -huh. Amir said he had interns. It clicked in my head. It was like November of 2020. Yeah. And I did not waste time reaching out. Dude, I'm not surprised in the slightest. Because <laughs> I remember doing workshops through career services. And you were always, and this is something that you know folks should take after, is that you were always forthright. You were respectful. You got it up there. You introduced yourself. You participated. You were engaged. And I can't help but think that you used that same MO, and then you know the internship just came fine. Absolutely. And I, and I appreciate you bringing that up, uh, Adam, because I think that's something that I would like to see more out of these new groups coming in. Mm -hmm. It's not that many students that are as ambitious mm -hmm. as I once was when I was a first year student. Not saying I'm not ambitious anymore. <laughs> you were hungry. <laughs> but I remember. It was in a time where I was just like, I got to figure things out. It's my first year as a college student. Who do I speak to? Who do I connect with? Mm -hmm. What events do I go to? And back then, you know, before I engaged the Hawk Sync days, <laughs> um, I would just look over the calendar and I'm like, Oh, how, how to build a good resume, how to, mm -hmm. like, a professionalism one-on-one. And I'm just like, I need to take advantage of this, mm. you know? You know, we we pay. We pay for stuff like this. Hey, it's, it's all here? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> bad, bad joke. <laughs> right. But looking at this, the way in which you approach people, what if I'm a pre-major student and I know I need to network, I know I need to, to speak with people, you know, faculty, professional staff, employers, that sort of thing. What if I'm intimidated? How do I get over that? How do I how do I come out of my shell, my comfort zone, and and start the conversation? So it all begins with why. 
why do you want to do that? Mm. You know, why why are you going to these events? Like wh- like how is it benefiting you? Mm-hmm. Like asking those questions to yourself and having that understanding of okay, this is what I want to do. This is how I got to get it done. Boom. Just uh, just get in there. Just get in there. Just get in there. Because flashback to mm-hmm. November October 2018 when I started to join clubs. It w- I used to be a you know nervous wreck, but I wouldn't show that. I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't show that. I'll just be like, okay, I'm gonna raise my hand. Nice. You yeah. just got it. You got involved. <laughs> yeah, you just got to do it because no one else is gonna do it for you. Yeah. If you meet somebody mm-hmm. that, because I got to give credit to my friend Kai Rivers. He's mm-hmm. a senior as well. We both got in the game together. We lived on the same floor. He was the one I was like, yo, Ashan, come with me to this organization's oh, general nice. meeting. Yeah. I said, okay, let me see what it's about. Mm-hmm. Went in there, I didn't know not a single soul. But I look back at those days and I'm like, wow, I didn't know anybody then. But I know a lot of people from that organization now. Little things like that. And even uh, University College, prime example. I feel like me always going into that office to speak to Mr. Robert Schneider. Yeah. my academic advisor. The man. I'm always giving him his credit. (laughs) Just being able to connect with other staff members outside of Mr. Rob, that meant a lot. Because it made me feel... Like I was at a home away from home. That's a great way to put it. And if we look at, you know, one of the questions that I wanted to ask, but you've already answered, is what resources and services did you take advantage of through university college? Of course, academic advising you've mentioned, but then on the other side, the extracurricular, the events, the activities, the meetings, along with the career services, uh, professional development stuff that we've offered too. So, yeah. So to our listeners, take advantage of as much as possible because we can see here, I mean, you're proof that that stuff works. Absolutely. And just a fun fact, and mm-hmm. not, not to throw her out there, but uh, Come on. my yeah. my, my SGA vice president, Carla, she actually asked me if I knew how to write a cover letter. Come on. And I was just like, oh, well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you, you were there. Yeah. 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 And as a freshman, you were there. Yep. And I knew you'd come to so many career services events that when I saw you, I was like, all right, this guy is really on top of things. And you, <laughs> and again, you participated and engaged in that. That's the play. Absolutely. Great. So let's see. What do you love as well as find challenging about the business administration program? Okay. So what I love mm-hmm. is just a variety of courses to choose from. It's so many to choose from, whether it be electives or even within your core concentration. Mm-hmm. And just to name a few that I feel like really have stuck out to to me, strategic project management, mm-hmm. organizational behavior, human resource management, a variety that I can say like I've, I've taken a lot away from. Nice. And it's like this is going to help me in the real world. Yeah. You know, this is not something that I'm just taking just to take. Right. Like a course in your back pocket, you don't need it. It's yeah, weighing you down. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and and even some of the gen, gen ed courses that I take that I, that I can say I found very beneficial, mm-hmm. like mythology, for example. I'm not into it like that, but <laughs> it was a it was a great class. Nice. Yeah. So, so you said what I love. What was the other word? So, what do you find challenging? What do I find challenging? Well, yeah. yeah. So, what I find challenging, honestly, is because I'm gonna give university colleges its props. Boom. The connection with the advisor. Yeah. I feel like. That's what kind of lacked in my time as a business major. Mm-hmm. But ironically, shout out to my advisor, Will. Mm-hmm. He was able to meet with me 
a few times and we were still able to connect mm-hmm. and i actually had a class where he actually taught last semester okay oh, yeah so we would speak then and there sometimes too so i'm always give his credit mm-hmm. but i feel like that's challenging from for many students in the business in the, in the school of business because yes they have an advisor but the connection may may lack okay yeah it happens sometimes but it happens yeah but the point is you're taking advantage of the resource the absolutely service. got it Looking at business administration majors like yourself, like some of your your peers, what are some successful characteristics of students who are pursuing that degree? I feel like it's got to be the will to get the work done. It could be, you could be a finance, concentration, analytics, Mm -hmm. but there's always going to be an assignment regardless. You know, (laughs) it doesn't matter what class you take, there's always going to be some sort of project, some sort of, and the, the one thing I can say I really do like being in management mm-hmm. is that in the group work and the group assignments and group projects that I, I've taken part in, I feel like everybody knows how to hold their weight. That's big. Yes. And that's not always common. Well, I, I'm going to be honest. Like my sophomore year, being my first year in the major, mm-hmm. like I didn't see that. But I'm starting to see a, a lot now down the line. Like in, in these 400-level courses that I'm taking mm-hmm. – People are really willing to, like, get the work done. And that kind of makes me more confident because I'm like, okay, I don't got to carry another team. (laughs) Right. You know? But now we're actually coming together, sharing our responsibilities. Yeah. So the will to get it done and, you know, making it happen. So the sort of the two-parter there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, definitely successful characteristics. Absolutely. So considering your major and your journey at Montclair State, what are some of your career goals, Sean? Oh, Great question. <laughs> <laughs> Down the line, I do plan on starting a business. I would like to do some sort of, not necessarily teaching, okay, but I, I want to be able to become some sort of teacher. Sure. And I'm, I keep saying some sort of because I'm trying to avoid higher education. <laughs> 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 okay. We'll look at that in a second. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get right to that. Definitely working in financial services. Okay. Or starting a business that caters to financial services. Okay. Something along those lines. Um, I definitely can see myself in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. So fun fact, sidebar, I am a DJ. Bang. I did develop that skill over the past two years. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just growing that brand. But that brand can grow into a potential sound company when I, where I could sell equipment or mm-hmm. even teach classes to the youth. You know, how to yeah. DJ. And and I definitely want to give back to the communities that I feel like helped play a part into my development. I come from a small town, Hillside, New Jersey, that neighbors mm-hmm. Newark, Irvington, Elizabeth Union, which are some significant large towns. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to be able to cater to that community of students and, you know, whether it be high school, middle school, elementary, and just show them that it's possible. It's possible to make it. It's possible to be hungry and, and, and see your, your the fruits of your labor down the line. Absolutely. So, yeah. So you're trying to stay away from higher education. (laughs) (laughs) What's that all about? Is it starting to draw you in? You know what it is? I was considering it, but I I had to do a lot of reflection over the course of this past year, specifically being in student government and also actually being a resident assistant. Mm -hmm. Huge shout out to the Office of Residence Life here at Montclair State. And granted, I do love helping others. That's my, like I said, that's my God-given purpose. Mm-hmm. But if I was to, I'm going to give you this. Okay. If I was hey. to take the higher education route, okay, it would be EOF. 
the the Perfect. education opportunity fund. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'll put that out there because that that department has been has been very very good to me, mm-hmm. and I'm not even an EOF student, but that also goes back to my ambition. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of EOF students my first year here, mm-hmm. and they connected me with some advisors and counselors. Huge shout out to Dr. Gene, Dr. Gordon, oh. Geronimo, Mr. Mr. V. Some great sources that have really taught me what it's like to to lead mm-hmm. it, for, for these communities, these inner city communities, you know, the underserved communities, the Black, Brown, Latinx communities. Being on the Brotherhood, mm-hmm. uh, La which is an organization that caters to the academic, social, and professional success of Black, Brown, Latinx students. Like doing all this kind of work, it, yeah. Amazing. Uh, briefly, if you can, what led you to run for SGA president and how are things going? I can make this brief. I wanted to, a uh, quote that I live by, if you want to be the example, you have to see the example to be the example. Okay. Makes sense. So I saw people before me, Jarrell Saunders Didymus, Ernest Lozen, two mm-hmm. good friends of mine. They were president prior to me. I saw how they led mm-hmm. and it inspired me to become the next man up. Right there. Yeah. Beautiful. And I can say it's going well. A lot of trials and tribulations, but I'll bet. But that's what comes with the game. Yeah. You knew it coming into it. Yep. Beautiful. Well, Ashan, thank you so much for coming in today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. So this is I Do Declare. Thank you for listening.